everybody. Welcome to Listen Money Matters, one podcast to rule them all. My name is Matt, and I'm here, as always, with Andrew. Andrew, how are you, and what are you drinking today? I am good, and I am still drinking Mission Omission, the tasty gluten-free pale ale by Mission. And I am drinking water. Mm-mm-mm. Good. Before we get started, if you have any questions about personal finance, including income, debt, budgeting, or investing, shoot us an email with your question to listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. Also, we want your submissions for a catchphrase at the beginning of the show. Guess whose catchphrase that one was? That one was pretty good. I, I, I wish I came up with that one. You did <laughs> come up with one podcast to rule them all. You Lord of the Rings nerdlinger. <laughs> send send your send your catchphrases to our Twitter account at Money Matters Man. We want to hear from you guys. We want to answer your questions on the show. Today we are going to talk about how to get a raise at work. Because like we talked about in the wealth wheel, <clears throat> if you can grow your income, the wealth wheel will grow and you will grow your money. So I've I am not good at this topic. Shocker. (laughs) What? No, I am not good at this topic. I don't think I successfully asked for a raise and got one. I've I've failed to get a raise, and I can tell that story. But I want to hear your, like, how, all right, I want to ask the question, how do I get a raise at work? Um, Well, the, the simple is, the simple, like, response is you ask for it. And you ask for it multiple times. Okay, but uh, what about somebody who fears that if they ask too many times, they'll get fired? So if you ask too many times and you get fired, you're not getting fired because you're annoying because chances are you're already annoying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean you, you, you're spending 40 plus – 40 maybe more hours a week with these people. Mm-hmm. They all probably think you're annoying, like you think they're all annoying. I mean, you, you're spending a lot of time with them, so they're not going to fire you because of that. They're going to fire you because you suck at your job. Or yeah, or they're going to fire you because you're annoying, and then they remembered that you suck. Hmm. So think of it like this: you're on, you're on a team. There's five people, and you are by far the best, and you do all the work, and you you work the hardest, and all those good things, and you ask for a raise. And you ask for it two times. You think your boss is going to fire the best person on his team because he wants a raise? Or you think he's going to fire him because he's afraid he'll leave? No, he'll let you leave if he can't give you a raise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nothing to lose with asking. Okay. So have you ever successfully asked for a raise and got it? Yeah, multiple times. Uh, in less than five years, I more than doubled my salary. Um, just by, by asking? Yeah. I mean, look, obviously it's not I just show up to work and then I ask. Uh, you know, I, I looked at the team and I tried to imagine where I stood in the pecking order, you know, tried to make myself like the most or, or of the most important members in the team. And uh, you have to like toot your own horn, you know, not in an obnoxious way, but you have to make sure that uh, people know that you're contributing and then you ask. And I, I'm going to say, like, I was telling my wife this, like, if you're good and you know that, like, you're in a good spot, you know, on your team with your company, um, if you ask over the course of a year, just ask three times, spread them out, as three days after each other or whatever, if you ask three times, 
Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm certain that you would get a raise. All right. I don't think I'm following. So three times you said in a year. Yeah. But space it out over three days. So like. I uh, know I'm saying like, I mean, you could do, you could ask like once uh, a week for three weeks in a row. Or you could ask once a month for three months or, you know, I don't think the spacing matters as much as that you say it. So three is the they, magic number you're thinking. I'm saying at least three. Okay. Yeah, you, okay. you have to make sure because the thing is, is, um, I mean, the reality is everyone thinks about themselves first, right? And so you're at work and, you know, do you think like when you tell your boss that you would like a raise, do you think he stays up all night thinking about that? And then for weeks, he's thinking about you and your raise and how to get it to you. I mean, maybe if he's like the most awesome person ever, but probably you say it to him. And then in an hour, his wife texts him, asks what he wants for dinner or something. And then he's distracted and he completely forgot that you asked for a raise. So the point of asking multiple times is so that he remembers that you want a raise and it becomes like an expectation. I guess you've had all male bosses. Um, I, I have. have. I have too, yeah. Yeah. Which is hard to, to not call a boss like a he when you're referring to him. Because I'm thinking of a specific True. person in mind. I'm sure you are too. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking. You have a person me. in your head, right? Yeah. So... Maybe I want. All right, so I want to get my story out of the way because this is like the worst case scenario shit, right? Okay. And I because I, I want to get my story. It's the same guy that I dealt with. I asked him for a raise twice, and uh, got denied both times. And oh, so you asked him, and he straight up told you no, like that that day. He no, he didn't straight up tell me no. I'll tell you what he did instead. Which, I mean. But- and I, I want to get through it because I want to get onto more uh, – I want to talk about like how I could have avoided that. Mm. You know, So I want you to go back and be me and, and, and how, you would, how you would have treated uh, it, that scenario differently. Sure. So um, I wanted a raise and I walked into my boss's office. Now, first of all, I want to preface it by saying I was nervous as balls. Like, and you know, I'm not like a guy that – I'm pretty outgoing or whatever socially but – I have like terrible, terrible anxiety about weird things. That's one of the things I'm terribly. I think everyone about like asking for more money, right? Yeah. So I did like the preliminary, you know, write everything down that I do, like you know, to create value for myself and not just pitch. I'm like, hey, I want more money, man. Like I had to like I had to go in and say like, look, I've done this. This is like some of the projects that I've done and were successful. Here's what I want to do. Here's maybe things that I, I wish I had more responsibility doing, you know. So I, I, I basically wanted to present it to him like I'm I'm selling myself to him again. And this is a guy who hired me and not mm. the other way around. I didn't go looking for a job. He he, you know, sought after me. So mm. uh, I said, you know, I'd like a raise. And he said, actually, you know what? Now that I think about it. I was denied three times, but so I asked for the raise the first time and I said, he goes, okay, let me think about it. And then he like came back in my office a couple like hours later and said like, oh, you know what you should do is you should start a 401k with our company and that should give you some extra money. And I was like, oh, okay. That doesn't uh, really give you extra money. It kind of like, well, he was matching. From- oh, okay. Right. So he's like, and he was telling me how he matched and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, can I, and this is that, this is at the point where I had no idea what a 401k was. So I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, uh, I didn't even do research on it. Like I just took him at his word. So I'm like, oh, I go start that. 
Okay, so, that so, was, so leave, leaving the first meeting, he bamboozled you. Basically, You're like, oh, huh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so you basically kind of accepted that as an answer. He treated me like a child and said- And you, uh, you took oh, it like the child you were. He was like, how can I give this kid more money without actually giving him more money? And that was using a 401k. Turns out a month after I started my 401k, he stopped contributing to everyone's 401k because hmm. it was costing too much money. Interesting. So, Yeah. Second time was he wanted to start an that's online. A red, that's a huge red flag, by the way. Oh, I know. But, hey, they're still in business, so I guess it's not that big. Um, and this was this was during, like, 2008 era. Like, mm-hmm. it was in a shitty time. So I then I asked again because he wanted to start an online business. And he wanted to sell, like, he wanted to expand his stores to do online sales. So I... Um, said, okay, but if I have this other, now you're giving me another task. This is like another really big project on top of what I'm already doing. Like I would have to design an e-commerce site, run the, you know, shipping department and like literally run a a store by myself, but it was all online. That's what he wanted from me. Mm. So I said, I'm going to need more money to do that. He goes, uh, okay, I'll give you 20% of the profits from the company of whatever you sell online. Mm Mm-hmm. Which at the point was nothing, right? Well, I thought I think that'd be pretty good. I mean, if you get that into a contract and then you hustle, yeah, it would be, and awesome. you hustle for yourself. It would be awesome, but I still had to take time to build it and put all the pieces in place, which is a, which was really all the hard work, you know. Right. The hard See, work I would, was, I personally would actually be intrigued in that, and yeah, I probably but then, would but then don't ask me to do like regular, like normal stuff that I'm like I can't. I only have so many hours in a day. It's like, what do you want me to focus on? You know, either that's my job now and I'll focus on that and then get paid 20% once we start selling stuff or my job is, you know, doing what I was normally doing. So I'm like, I can't do both and still make the same amount of money and work like twice the amount of hours. It's insane, right? Right. So that was the, the second denial because I I was basically asking for a raise because of my because my job was increasing. Like I had more responsibilities and yet he goes, oh, well, when you sell stuff, I'll pay you. You know, sort of thing. And who knows if that was, you know, really what he intended. And who right. knows what he meant by 20%. Was it 20% of the, the wholesale cost? Was it 20% of, you know, the profit at the end of it? You know, I, I assumed it was just going to be the profit, which, I mean, is nothing, really. Mm. Especially, like, with the stuff we were selling. And, and online sales, the margins are already thin. So, third time, I got offered another job, right? So, mm-hmm. I thought, okay. And it was $10,000 more than I was making at the current company. So I right. thought I could use it as leverage. And I didn't want to leave the company because I was offered – I wasn't actively looking for another job. I was approached and they said, we'll pay you X amount of dollars. And it was $10,000 more than my current situation. So I go to back back to my boss and I said, hey, look, listen. Some guy down the street offered me a job and it's $10,000 more a year. But I would like to continue working here. But that's a really hard opportunity for me to pass up. So if you can match that, I'll stay. And that's how I approached it. Maybe hmm. bad. I don't know. So what he did was he goes, all right, well, let me think about it over the weekend. Okay. So weekend comes by, Tuesday or Monday morning, I walk in the door, and he fires me. <laughs> the reason he fired me was because I had uh, written an article on a site on my own time that he thought was a conflict of interest. I said, okay. <clears throat> he also noticed I was looking up stuff 
I was looking up food blogs at work. And I said, okay. Now, in my defense, the food blogs I was looking up were I would do them at the end of the day so I like, could print out a recipe and take it home and make it for dinner. But okay, okay, I'll let, I'll let you go. Uh, and this is, this is all on the heels of making him like a ridiculous amount of money in October for running a sale that I was fully in charge of and like kind of blew everyone's mind. And I was like, I thought I was pretty much invincible. And they, and people in the company used to call me the golden child because I was <laughs> invincible. So he fired me and I was like, why, like, why, why? And I, I, at the time I was just like, okay, well I have another job that's going to pay me more money and I get to get, and I mm. get to, I get out of this place. But I was just like, why fire me? Just say, hey, we can't, you know, whether you, whatever, you, whatever you found out. Like, I wasn't. Why like, end it on those terms? Yeah, like, why, why end it like a bridge? dick, basically? Yeah. You know, it's not like I was looking up porn or doing like bad. I wasn't reading like articles about, you know, nonsense. If, in fa- if anything, I was reading blogs about marketing because that's what my job was. Most of the articles that I read and wasted time on, quote unquote, by educating myself, uh, was on marketing. So, long story short, I asked three times, and it resulted in me being fired, which, I mean, I'll admit, uh, scares the shit out of me now if I go to ask for another raise. So, so how would you – Okay, so yeah, the so third time – so we'll, we'll back through it. So the okay. third time, you didn't ask for a raise. You basically gave him an ultimatum, right? No, the first and time I asked. Last time. I'm saying oh, like the last backwards time. I'm sorry. But, right. The last time I – yeah, I so, guess I gave an ultimatum. I, I did that also. Um, and I got a raise, but I get, I had given them expectations of, of what I expected, of what I wanted. They didn't meet that. And, uh, so, so I left. Um, and basically that's kind of what you were doing. Like, you're like, basically like you got to pay me $10,000 more or I'm going with these guys, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's got to at least match the offer. So in, in situations like that, I mean, you should never, ever lie about that because like you said, I mean, you can get fired. I think that is, I mean, worst case, right. you you say, hey, you have to match this offer and they just are like, sorry, we can't. And then you've given your two weeks notice right? and then you have two weeks. You know, so uh, you definitely need to have something in your pocket before you do that. Mm-hmm. I think that was a mistake there. I think. Oh, I did. I yeah, no, I know, I, I know. Okay. I'm sorry, not the mistake there. So you... Not the not the mistake. It was it was you were expecting a raise when it should have been. Um, you should be, and I, and I have a weird thought about that also because I think that if you say I'm going to this other, I got an offer from this other place. They're offering me ten thousand dollars more, and then they match you. My perception of that is that they are now actively looking for your replacement, and you're there until they could find your replacement because they know you already want to leave. Right. Mm-hmm. So I personally feel like uh, that discussion um, is not necessarily useful. Like, I think if you find a job that'll pay you more, has what you want, you should expect to leave unless they sweeten it so much. And I would even be like skeptical then. Mm-hmm. So if you're leaving, like you're leaving. And I think you should go right. on with it. Um, the second time, uh, what what was the, the what happened? time I was given more responsibility, and I, I oh, see this right, happen right. a lot. So like, imagine it. Maybe you got a promotion. Like I hear, mm-hmm. I, I friends of mine are like, "Oh, I got a promotion at work." I'm like, "Cool. Did they pay you more?" Well, 
I'm like, well, then no, you didn't technically get a promotion. In yeah. my eyes, you got, you know, moved up I, to more responsibility, but I don't call that a promotion. I absolutely agree. They're just squeezing more out of you. Yes. You know, um, so something like that. And, you know, that, that's that's interesting because you were, you were in a small business. Yeah. So it wasn't, it's not like you're working for GE and well, like yeah, for them to was keep in- a 10K raise is not as meaningful as some guy who is running his own thing true and i and i don't i never got like the business i was in it wasn't automatic raises like you know some just some companies like hey it's your yearly review or your quarterly review and you get 25 cents you know extra an hour or whatever you know the increments are i didn't have that so it was like i I, you know you pretty much have to you know fight for a raise i i think if you're in a big company then, then you could expect that the, the possibility of them being able to talk to management and get you the money. But I think if you're in a small business, you have to think of that guy and like what he wants and his motivations, you know? So, uh, 10K is pro- could be very painful for him. I don't know the situation. And you may have to like look to things like what he proposed, where bring in additional revenue and then you get a cut. I mean, dude, clearly like you're great with sites and whatever, and and it's maybe it's better you did it on your own. But I'm sure you could have grown it into something pretty big, and your cut could have been pretty substantial. So it that's almost like doubling down on on your skills. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it's not a straight up raise, but it's something. Mm-hmm. Um. And and the first time he just he just called you out on just like not knowing what you were doing, he basically like shooed you away. Yeah, which you know. So all right, fix me the first time. Fix you the first time. So you know uh, you should have probably been contributing to your four hundred one k anyways. Right. But I mean, he's gonna say like it's gonna give you more money, and you could say you know no, I I need more money in my pocket now, not for me when I'm fifty nine and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, like my expenses are higher. I I my kid needs gluten free crackers, like they say on the Fizzle, Fizzle Show. Like yeah. you know, like like something like that. Like you have to look. You if you're gonna muster up like the the guts to go in there and talk to them. Yeah. You have to think things out and you have to be prepared for like a back and forth and a discussion, maybe on the merits of your work, like why you need things like, because by default, they obviously don't want to give you anything, mm-hmm. right? Like um, if they could get you to work for 50,000 a year or $60,000 a year, obviously they want you to work for $50,000 a year. Right. You know, so um, you have to, and you have to, yeah, know your worth. And I think when you know your worth and you go in and talk to them and you're confident, you could have a discussion, um, that it would be like insulting for them to tell you you're worth nothing. I mean, like, you, uh, I don't know. It's, it's tough. And this, this is why I say like three times, like it's, it's, I don't, I don't expect that when you ask the first time that there would be an answer. And I don't think that you should ask it such that there needs to be an answer. I think that you should say, like, um, I think that I deserve a raise and and say it in such a way that it pushes it into an undetermined future time. Explain that. 
So um, when, when I was working for the investment bank, I know that the yearly thing happens. We do our reviews, mm-hmm. and then people are up for promotions and raises and stuff like that. So that happens like end of year. So you know, in March, I may start talking about it, and then I might talk about it again in May, and then in August, and then in November, I'll make a joke like, you got my, my raise like on the board, right? Uh-huh. You know, like, and this way, like, I've set expectations consistently throughout the year. I've shown that I've been thinking about it. That's important to me. And I've made, and while I've not done any threatening thing or said I was going to leave or not work as hard or something, he understands that if I'm not getting a raise, like it's not meeting my expectations. Right. I I was, uh, I was like his right hand man. Like you said, you were the golden child, mm-hmm. you know? So in that situation, they're, they're then thinking, well, what will it be like if I lose them? You know, um, is is Matt at just as good as any other person I could pull off the street, or is he excellent and I can't afford to lose him? And so this is the, and then he'll be really happy and maybe won't ask for another. You know, like you want them to think about it and just understand like that you're serious, but you don't have to threaten. Okay, what about the money? Like when you went in to ask for a raise, did you say a, a dollar amount? Um, I didn't. You just said arbitrarily, I want a raise. Um, yeah, so I, I basically said that uh, I'm underpaid for the work that I do. That's um, your your words, you said that. Uh, I mean, these, these are not the exact words, but okay. it is. it was to the tune of – I I know and they know that I'm underpaid for what I do, so um, they need to bring me up more to the market level. And these days you can go on Glassdoor.com or Payscale and tons of sites, and you can see where you land. Like if you're in the upper ten percent of what you do in terms of income, uh, it will be much harder of an argument for you to make than if you're you know below the median or at the median. Let me ask this question now that I'm remembering like my downfalls. Mm. How much do you think a web designer and a marketing guy at a small company is worth? Do you, I guess it's how many idea. how many years experience? Well, it's me. So, so at the time, how many years? I mean, I'm thinking because I help hire people when I was at the investment bank. Right, and so, now it's- uh, well, okay. So I guess at the time, I had maybe eight years of website design experience and. Four years or five years of marketing experience for a small company. Um, so uh, and I'm attractive too. So that does that. Uh, yeah, in? I wouldn't necessarily say oh, that. Okay, I thought that factored in. <laughs> so um, obviously, if if I brought you in, yeah, right, I, I would give you a technical test, make sure that you're up sure. to snuff. I talk about your past experience. If if you were as I would expect you to be with eight years experience, you know, marketing experience, I would say like in New York, you would be at a hundred or higher. Okay. I, um, I, I, I want that. The only reason I wanted you to say that is because I went into an office once and this is the company that was actually trying to hire me away. Right? But you didn't have eight years experience back then. You have like eight years. Like, no, now. no, no. I was designing websites for a long time. Yeah, no, dude, so so have I, but I'm talking about like professional, like full time experience. Like just because you were doing it, you yeah, know. Yeah, no, I worked for a company, a website design company. Yeah, dude, I so I did like startup stuff and whatever, but I'm Wasn't talking about like full, 
40 hours a week, like. Yeah, that's what I did for a big company. Website. Okay. Well, and how old were you at, at this? Uh, 23, 24. Maybe. Okay. So 23, 24. Um, and then how, what is that plus eight? That's 32. Right. How right, old are so you now? So six years. Yeah, exactly. Okay. 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 That's yeah. semantics. I'm good. Right. No, I, pr- I'm saying, I can like, prove myself. You know, but yeah, like he was already interested in hiring me. Right. He was already like, okay, we want to hire you. He saw my work. I want to hire you. How much do you need? And I got laughed out of the room. I'm okay. Sorry. I got lit now. When I say laughed out of the room, I'm actually talking about the sound of laughter coming from this from this group of guys at this table because I asked for eighty thousand dollars. So I don't know what you. This is in Philadelphia, though, right? This is in Jersey, South Jersey. Yeah, so that's like way different. It's different. Because, but, because but but I was you know I went on these in New sites, York, dude. Like there is an insane amount of jobs for developers, stuff like that. Like and if you don't want to pay, I just too. turn to my right and I work for that guy. Right. You know, in South Jersey, it's less options. So they well, got you I was comparing myself to what other people in my industry were making, and I'm like, I, I was right on par with that, except for him who doesn't know anything about website design and what it's worth to him as a company like literally laughed at me and said, okay, no. And then I went away. I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to work for them. And then like two months later, he, you know, emailed me back and I didn't get that much money, but it was higher than what he had originally offered. So, um, I've, I've every single time. And I've look, I've only worked for small businesses and every time I encounter a boss and I usually have like a weird, I I just want to say, dude, that, uh, so, you said eighty. He offered you some number less. Mm-hmm. I mean, he first he laughed you out of the room. Yeah. And first two he months me out of later, room and two months later, yeah. So then two months later, he clearly was not able to find anyone. So he offers you fifty, but fifty, and you took it because it was ten more than I was making at the other company. And you know, and you know what that means that you are a pushover, and that he will walk all over you the whole time you're there. That's that's what that would tell me if you accepted that offer to me. That's like. That he like it's like a, so I you, you know what I mean like you yeah. have to have some like I I was at uh, Lehman and then I was at Barclays for a while and I had to leave because there was a point where I said that this is what I need and they were not able to give it to me so I could stay and then they realized I'm just full of hot air mm-hmm. you know and sometimes you have to leave just to not lose like uh face right. Interesting. So I pretty much fucked up my entire getting a raise stint while I was working. <laughs> I did everything wrong that you could possibly do wrong. It's also it's it's very different with smaller companies. Yeah, you know. But like, and 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 no wonder like I'm nerve nervous. Like asking, I mean, I was always nervous asking for more money. You know, still am. You know that I'm still like mm. that. You know, I'll I'll do anything. Like they're like, oh, we'll pay you fifty bucks. I'm like, all right, deal. Uh, yeah, you're ridiculous. Yeah. Like there'll be things that go for like a thousand dollars. You'll do it for four hundred dollars. Yeah, like, I just two. see. I just see. Like as soon as somebody tells me a number, I just see what the things that I could buy with that. <laughs> you know, that's how I just that's how I do it. But and I'm like, but you oh. know what happens is like when yeah. they know it costs a thousand yeah. and you charge four hundred, then they think you're cheap or you're a pushover, yeah, and they'll, they'll never go that high for you. Right. Because they know you're just going to take it. So do you have any other uh, tips to wrap things up on getting a raise that you've done that, or that you know about? 
you know, just just be confident. Uh-huh. In, I mean, like understand where you fall in the grand scheme of things within your team, so within do the research. company. I mean, look, like if you're working with these people for a few years or even a year, mm-hmm. you know who is the best, who is not, who's the worst, you know, you'll you'll get an idea. Um, understand where you stand, like within the team. Um, maybe get an idea of what the other people are getting paid. Yeah. You know? How? And, hmm? How do you do that? Just ask them. I don't think it's like so PC as it used to be. Uh, I think, well, no, I think at, at all the past companies for the, or for, for like the past, like roughly four or five years, I've been very frank with all my coworkers and them to me. And we just, you know, you're not supposed to talk about it, but screw the company. Right. You know? <laughs> okay. I guess that's good <laughs> advice. Um, what else? Uh, yeah. And, and I mean, once you know your value, like yeah. uh, when you know your worth, whatever, like be strong and stand up for yourself. Like if that's what you're worth, that's what you're worth. Right. And then go and uh, three times. Yeah. Ask. Don't demand. Don't threaten. You oh, know, ask, ask. Okay. Three times. Ask, yeah, you know, and don't make it like I need it tomorrow. You know, it's more of this. This is what I need. Um, can you please consider it or something? And don't know. make it personal. Exactly, it's not personal. It has nothing to do with them. Nothing to do with the company. It is you, your life, your situation, and where you see yourself in a certain number of years. But I mean, don't take it. Per- don't take. Don't make it personal. Like. I need more money because my I'm trying to send my kids to college and I don't have like don't tell this don't tell stories like that. No, they don't they don't care about they don't that. Care. They want to know the value of you and I mean and they'll they'll know the value of you. Yeah. And what happens if you get denied over 3 times? Then start looking because you know what if you ask 3 times within a year and they either don't take you seriously or deny you, then you should expect that it will never happen for you there. So you, if you stay, yeah. then you are agreeing that you're worth less. Would you take a promotion if it didn't pay more? Um, I would take a promotion if it didn't pay more, knowing that it could pay more in the future, yes. Okay. All right, interesting. All right, well, you got anything else before we wrap it up? Uh, no, nah, that's pretty much it. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for hanging out with us today. And remember, if you have any questions you'd like us to uh, answer, please email us at listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. We really want to hear from you, please. If you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever. All you got to do is write one sentence. Give us five stars or whatever. Just be honest. That's all we ask because your honesty, your honest feedback will help us better the show. If you don't know what to write, just write super awesome fun time. Yep. That's all you got to do. Also, we, took a lot, we talk a lot about Mint on this show, Mint.com, totally free tool. And we have a book called Mastering Mint, which you can find at MasteringMint.com. And you can enter the promo code podcast and get $5 off. That's our gift to you. And I think you'll like it. Uh, last but not least, if you want to learn more about personal finance and money management, we're always writing new stuff and posting up new episodes of this very show at listenmoneymatters.com. And that's it. We are done. <laughs> Let's wrap it up for the whole day. What are you going to do? Um, I am going to go get in bed with my wife. That is weird. <laughs> okay. Um, it's weird to so. me because I don't have a wife. Yeah. And I definitely wouldn't get in bed with her. Gross. 
<laughs> I mean, maybe for a nap, but that's that's where I draw the line. It's it's my three sixteen p.m. nap. Ah, okay. Well, guys, thanks for hanging out. Thank. Blah. How do I screw up saying goodbye? But I just did. Thanks for hanging Sayonara. out with us, and we look forward to the next episode later, bro. Later, man. <laughs>